Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal my soul. First this morning, Lord, my soul is delighted to be in your presence. I'm glad to come into the presence of the Almighty God again this morning. Thank you for giving us a brand new day. Thank you for your mercies that are new again this morning. Thank you for the precious blood of Jesus that makes it possible for us to come, for us to cry out, Abba, Father, Lord, we say thank you. We worship you this morning because you are the one who is holy. You are the one who is righteous. We worship you because you are God Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth, the creator of the entire universe. We worship you this morning because you are the God of all flesh. You are the Father of spirits. We worship you this morning because you are King of kings and Lord of lords. We worship you this morning because you are the ancient of days, because you are the one who is from everlasting to everlasting, the God that cannot die, the one who created every other being, every other purpose in the universe. We worship and magnify you this morning. We declare be glorified, O God, in the name of Jesus. Be magnified, precious Lord, in the precious name of Jesus. Lord, as we spend this time in your presence to read our Bibles, we ask, Lord, that you will speak to us once again. Help us to learn in your presence and cause your name to be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning. I am Murphy Eyenike. We continue our study of the epistles. Yesterday we took on 2 John. Today we will take on 3 John. And just like that, in today maximum, maximum two days we will be through with the epistles okay so um third john it's almost exactly like second john and so scholars agree that they were likely written about the same time they were likely written about the same time it's a letter actually from john to his friend called gaius gaius if you read through the New Testament, you would have noticed that there are many guys mentioned, okay, mentioned in Corinth, for example, Romans chapter 16, verse 23, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, 1, verse 14, Paul mentioned a Gaius. And then in Macedonia, when Paul was in Macedonia, in Acts chapter 19, verse 29, Paul mentions another Gaius. And then in Acts chapter 20, verse 4, when they were in Derby, Paul mentions Gaius. And so, um, I don't think there's any grounds on which we 
we can we can even claim that they are likely uh, one of the Gaius that Paul has encountered before. Gaius was a popular popular Roman name. Okay, so um, let's just assume that this was a friend that John was writing to. Why was John writing? John was writing to encourage him. In Second John, he had told them to be be careful to to be careful of of false teachers, liars, antichrists who were creeping into church and you know upsetting the faith you know of of believers. He warned them not to show them hospitality because in doing so, you know they encourage what those those false teachers were doing. And then they accomplice it. They accomplice it because those ones will then present, okay, um, their treatment, their hospitality, as grounds for their acceptance. Now, in third John, the, the instruction is somewhat different. Here, John is saying, "Be hospitable. Be hospitable." I have heard that you have been doing this continue to do this but i think my the the major cross the major message in uh, because he addresses just about three people um in this in this letter and in each of them he was talking about their example what they were doing whether it was positive or whether it was negative okay so we'll see uh, a man for example we'll see demetrius and there are several Demetrius mentioned in the Bible. Again, we will not want to relate this Demetrius with the ones that Paul encountered. And then we will see uh, Diotrephus, uh, Diotrephus. Um, and then each person, their example was shaping the church. It was impacting the church. So maybe if there's one thing we take from Third John, is the fact that we are role models. Yes, and our examples will be a blessing or it will be a curse. Please get your Bibles. Let's read this morning. This letter is from John the Elder. Okay, this is, I think, about the third time in all of his, the last three letters, John actually talks about himself as an elder, which will mean that this was much more, you know, and that's why this is usually placed about AD 90. And that's, well, uh that's a lot of time. John is an old man at this time. So he considers himself himself as an elder, a old man, if you want to put it like that. This letter is from John the Elder. I'm writing to Gaius, my dear friend, whom I love in the truth. Gaius, my friend, whom I love in the truth. Dear friend, I hope all is well with you and that you are as healthy in body as, as you are strong in spirit. I hope all is well with you and that you are as, you are as healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. In other words, I want your total being. I pray that your total being is healthy. I hope you are as healthy in your in body as you are, as we know you are healthy in spirit. Three says some of the traveling teachers recently returned and made me very happy by telling me about your faithfulness. 
and that you are living according to the truth. I could have no greater joy than to hear that my children are following the truth. Like I said, okay, so it would mean that towards the later part of his ministry, John began to go around, okay, unlike the other apostles, among the 12 apostles, John began to go around. He had, he planted churches, he had friends, you know, co-ministers, you know, uh, in all of those churches. And then, of course, he was corresponding with them. Now, it says here that some of the traveling teachers, why were traveling teachers important during that time? There were no Bibles written down yet. Or if you had anything written down, they were so scarce. They were so expensive to get. Okay, so um, you didn't have, you didn't have, even if you had paper then, it was really, really expensive. And so you had the Bible in paper, you had written on paper, you had it written on manuscripts, okay, on papyrus, and then some people had to take it around. It's not now that you have your Bible, I'm sure some of you, you have five, six Bibles in your house. <laughs> there was a time for you to hear the Bible Okay, you, it is announced in church that they are bringing the Bible to do. And then, of course, you make sure you come around. Uh -huh. Then the teachers will come and then they will read from the Bible and share from the Bible. Okay, so, but of course, gradually with time, whenever they brought the, of course, you have to be very careful because those things were also tender. You, you, you could come and copy out your own Bible. Yes, you could come, then you will copy out your own Bible so that you will not need to wait for the minister to come, the teachers to come again. And it is when we, you see, when we do, when we do uh, the doctrine of inspiration and canonization and transmission, like I, I mentioned yesterday, I will, I will take some teachings on this and why, and why it is possible today that we find manuscripts that are saying different things today, okay? And that any Christian, I don't think you should be ashamed of that. There was a time where people had to copy out their own Bibles. And you agree with me, if we had to copy out a simple book this morning, you know how many mistakes we will find, right? Aha! It still, however, does not change the fact that we were trying to copy from the original. The question is, can we go from where we are today and confirm that we are looking at the original? The answer is yes. When we take that teaching, you will see. All right. So it says, I could have no greater joy than to hear that my children are following the truth. It says, dear friend, you are being faithful to God when you care for the traveling teachers who pass through even though they are strangers to you okay and the bible like i said yesterday the bible encourages us to take care of even strangers okay john says you are being faithful to god when you take care of strangers so when you treat others well you are being faithful to god now what comes to mind immediately was when jesus said when i came to your house you didn't take care of me and some people will say, I saw Jesus, I didn't take care of him. Jesus said, yes, when I was in prison, you didn't visit me. 
when I was naked, you didn't give me clothes, a cloth, you didn't give me clothes to wear. And they will say, Lord, when did we see you naked, see you in prison and not visit you? And they will say, when you didn't do it to others, to other people like this that needed you, you didn't do it to me. So John says here, you are being faithful, being faithful to God, not to the people that you are taking care of. You are being faithful to God because you are obeying his commandment. Uh, when you take care of, okay, take care for traveling preachers who pass through, even though they are strangers to you. Verse 6, they have told the church here of your loving friendship. And I pray for someone listening in this morning, your good deeds will be mentioned all over the world. People will talk about the good the good that you are doing in the mighty name of Jesus. He said, they have told the church here of your loving friendship. In other words, John at this time was beginning to, you know, to go out and correspond with other, other churches, other ministers. A lot of them, I'm sure, would have been planted by Paul, okay, who planted majority working in conjunction with with those who were uh, who ministered with him, went about with him, with him there, okay. Some of those churches would have been planted by 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 Paul, but now John was working with these churches, even corresponding with them. He said, "Look, they have been told eh, about your loving friendship. Say, please continue providing for such such teachers in a manner that pleases God." Continue to provide for such teachers. Since for they are traveling for the Lord and they accept nothing from people who are not believers. During this period, remember that the church was facing persecution. So it was not that easy for you to just walk into the house of a stranger. It was not that easy. What if they rat you out? When the Roman soldiers come now and start looking for where are the ministers that came into town today, they are likely the ones that are going to rat you out and then bring you out. So it was not easy to accept strangers. So if you were a minister going around that during that period, you got into town, the first people you are looking for are the houses of the other believers. Okay? So John says... And they accept nothing from people who are not believers. So we ourselves should support them so that we can, we can be their partners as they teach the truth. Support them, be their partner as they teach the truth. So I wrote to the church about this, but Geotrephes, who loves to be the leader, refuses to have anything to do with us. So obviously... John knows the Otrephis, and the Otrephis likely knows John. But I'm sure that the Otrephis is trying to contend with, with John. Okay, he calls himself the leader, okay, the leader of this church, and he's countering the instruction that John is giving. He says he refuses to have anything to do with us, with any of the teachers. And if any other person you dare go against against your uh instructions, you were in trouble. I'm sure you have people like that around you. So this is another character apart from Gaius that we are learning from. He says that when I come, I will report some of the things he is doing. 
and the evil accusations he is making against us. Not only does he refuse to to welcome the traveling teachers, he also tells others not to help them. And when they do help, he puts them out of the church. He excommunicates those who try to help the traveling teachers. Why were the traveling teachers important? Like I said, they, had, they were the ones who went around. Okay, They took the scriptures around. At this point, Paul's writings were already available. Paul's writings were already available. In fact, majority of the epistles, the first, the New Testament epistles, were already available. So the traveling teachers went around, okay, taking it around to teach others about the word of God. Geotrophis was, was, was opposing that. So this morning, learn from Geotrophis. I don't know why you he would have been doing this, but I think the only thing I can put it down to is pride. Pride, yes. You know, in claiming that I am the one in charge here. Okay, he's saying that you must not help any of the traveling teachers. And if you do, he excommunicates you. He puts them out of the church. 11 says, dear friends, don't let this bad example influence you. Don't let this bad example influence you. In other words, it's our duty to not allow bad examples to influence us. But it is also our duty to pay attention, to pay attention to the fact that we are examples. We are role models. We influence others. It says, follow only what is good. Follow only what is good. My encouragement this morning is that if others follow you, will they be following what is good? Will they be following what is good? It says, remember that those who do good prove that they are God's children and those who do evil prove that they do not know God. So, Ogad the Otrephis, you can claim to be an elder, you can claim to be a leader. John is essentially saying, your action is proving that you don't know God. It is that simple. Your actions are proving that you don't know God. Verse 12, and I think this is the third person that John mentions in this letter. It says, everyone speaks highly of Demetrius, as does the truth itself. We ourselves can say the same thing for him, and you know we speak the truth. I pray for you this morning again. You will be highly and well spoken of. In the mighty name of Jesus. Your examples, okay? The fact that you are a role model, the examples from your life will influence others positively in the mighty name of Jesus. John talks about this guy, Demetrius. He says, look, he is well spoken, is highly spoken of, well spoken of, and we ourselves can testify to the same thing. And you know we speak the truth. Ah, Lord, I pray for someone listening in this morning. What will be said about you will be that he is loving. He is a good Christian. He is a child of God. That is your testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's conclude now. He said, I have much more to say to you, but I don't want to write it with pen and ink exactly like what he said in 2 John. And I explained yesterday the reason why was because their letters could easily be intercepted 
and of course um, trace to who they were sent to okay so they try to limit their writings then and do their visitation in person just to protect one another 14 says for i hope to see you soon and then we will talk face to face peace be with you your friend here sends you their greetings please give my personal greetings to each of our friends there hallelujah all right so that concludes that concludes third john the lesson here is simple right we are role models Demetrius, Geotrophes, and Gaius shaped others, blessed others by the way that they were living. Uh, and John was, was encouraging them, okay, or at least encouraging Demetrius and Gaius and rebuking Geotrophes. My prayer for someone listening this morning, and as we learn from Third John, is that we will begin to pay attention to our actions to realize how much they impact others in the mighty name of Jesus. Make up your mind this morning that from today, I will be a good example. Yes, I will be a good example to others. Like Gaius, like Demetrius, what will be said concerning me is that I was a blessing to others. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's learn from Gaius. John said, look, be hospitable. Take care of others. In fact, take care of strangers. I know that that one can leave you burnt once in a while. Uh, but it is the responsibility of Christians to show love. So take care of others. Like Demetrius. He say, John says he is highly and well spoken of. In other words, Demetrius has been a blessing to others. I pray this morning that you are a blessing, a blessing to your generation in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray this morning that God will use you. God will use you to save someone. God will use you to provide for someone. God will use you to heal someone in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we say thank you this morning. Lord, help us to be doers of this world. Help us to practice the lessons we have learned today. And let your name be glorified in our lives once more. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.